Welcome to America's Commercial Real Estate Show, your source for market intel, forecasts, and strategies. Hello, I'm Michael Bull. Thank you for being with us. This segment is brought to you by Buxton. Look, you can take site selection and property marketing to a whole new level with data-driven insight, including mobile smartphone traffic. Check it out. you got to check this out at buxtonco.com. Well, today uh, we are talking about technology, and that's some great technology you want to check out there. We're talking with CRE Tech CEO, Michael Beckerman. Please welcome to the show. Michael, thanks for being with us. Michael, I'm a big fan. It's great to be back with you again. Thanks for uh, giving us an opportunity to talk a little bit about technology. Well, good. And, you know, commercial real estate technology has really been in a growing area and one of the most important areas these days around commercial real estate world. And to, to get us started, uh, your CRE Tech, you've had these live events around the country. I've, I've been to one in Atlanta that you had. How, how long have you been having these CRE Tech events and, and uh, around the country? Thanks, Michael. We've come a long way for, uh, since those days when we were in Atlanta with you. And I, I remember that particular event fondly. Uh, we were deeply appreciative of all your support of the industry and of, and of uh, Cretech. Uh, we've probably been staging events uh, for, you know, six, seven, eight years. First informally meetups, and then we really started to uh, get our mojo going in 2000. 16, 17 with the events. Yeah, and then you just recently had uh, an event in New York. Uh, tell us about that, how many people uh, you had there and what types of attendees. Thanks, Michael. Yeah, so, you know, we we had our largest event ever in 2019 in Brooklyn. We, we only do, say, two, maybe three events a year. We believe that fewer but better is the strategy, at least for, for events, for us. Um, and 2019, we had our biggest event, well over 2,000 people. COVID hit, and uh, you know we didn't stage any live in-person events in 2020. And this was our first one that we just had in New York. Had over 1,800 people there. It was uh, extraordinary. The energy in this fully vaccinated uh, building, or at least the people were fully vaccinated, was just... Uh, it's something that I've, I've never really experienced before. I think it was the combination of the pent-up demand to be back in person. I think it was also just the, the health of the ecosystem and so many tech companies that are thriving. And I think it's how many more real estate companies are discovering the power and the benefits of technology. So I think it was, it was all of that. And of course, my incredible team uh, really just, it wasn't the biggest event we've ever had, but it was certainly the most important one we've ever staged. Well, at about 1,800 people, that's a good size event. So the Especially when you've been living in a little uh, cocoon for two years <laughs> to go back and be around that many people, at least initially, it was a bit of a shock, but in yeah. a good way. So did you say that there was a requirement to attend the event that you were fully vaccinated? That's true, Michael. Those are the New York City uh, rules. So it's, uh, you have to show proof of vaccination to uh, go at sort of any, whether it's a coffee shop or a, you know, 1800 person event uh, in right. New York. Okay. And, you know, the, the commercial real estate market or industry has really taken 
technology uh, on uh, by the taking it by the horns, the bull by the horns, right? T tell me about some of the larger uh, companies that own commercial real estate that were attending your event. Well, I'd say that you know the the food groups within commercial real estate, Michael, that are adopting the most. I think it's 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 office and multifamily. Uh, Logistics, we have some great leadership from companies like Prologis and, and many others, but obviously there's more, I think, office owners probably uh, and multifamily that are uh, have the resources to adopt technology uh, and innovation, to adopt and, and invest. So it's everybody from, you know, REITs like uh, uh, Brandywine Realty Trust or... Um, you know, uh, Columbia Office Properties Trust, uh, Hudson Pacific, um, large companies like Tishman Spire, Oxford Properties, Jamestown, um, really across the board. North America, probably 70% of the audience and then 30% globally. And and the thing about Cretech is, as you know, it's, it's really the three kind of major legs of the stool. It's... Um, the landlords themselves that have heads of innovation or heads of venture. Um, uh, and then you've got the, the tech companies themselves, of which there's 8,000 now uh, globally. Uh, and then you've got the venture capital part of the industry. So that's what they all do is converge at this conference over two days. And you've got a couple different stages where you can see great speakers, either solo or panels. We've got a trade show format, so you could walk through the trade show and see, I think there was a hundred different companies with booths. And then we have a meetup zone where people use an, an app on our phone and they can make meetings with whomever they want at the venue. So it's a really uh, electric, a lot of energy in the building over, over two days. And Michael, one of the things that uh, as a practitioner in commercial real estate for a long time, it seems like uh, the number of CRE tech companies that have come into play um, is, is really tremendous. You mentioned about 8,000 in the space now. When you look back at your, your history from you know, starting these CRE tech events for what, in 2016 or so to now, you know, how, what percentage of these CRE tech companies you know, don't make it? You know, I, I mean, I hope I hope they all thrive. Obviously, you know, and in a rising sea, everybody's boat rises. Uh, you know, you see parts of the industry where it's getting more adoption than others, um, and it. You know, are they all going to survive? No. Can they all find small niches within the ecosystem and deliver good solutions? Yes. Um, but one of the things that we're seeing in the space right now is just this emergence of M&A. So there's a lot of consolidation. So, you know, the, um, you know, if you're an M&A, if you're an attorney, if you're an investment banker, it's a good time to be paying attention to CRE tech and uh, as an ecosystem because it is just the amount of money that's coming into the space. I mean, adoption, Michael, has always been the challenge. Uh, because you know how real estate companies are a little bit slow to adopt to, to, in, to change and in innovation when everything's been working so well. So we, there's not this great sense of urgency to adopt technology, but the companies are recognizing that there's a competitive advantage to 
to, uh, to implementing a lot of these tools. So it's, it's a very, very healthy time. I don't think it's a bubble or anything like that. I just think it's a very healthy time for the ecosystem, and it's still the top of the second inning. Okay. And the um, venture capitalists that are investing in some of these startups, you know, what, what percentage of these startups would they tell you that they expect to not make it? <laughs> You're good. You're very good, my friend. You know, I mean, the venture world, Michael, they say, you know, 90% startups don't survive. Uh, I think it's got to be a little bit different, though, in B2B because, you know, it, there's no sense that somebody's building Facebook here or, uh, you know, a TikTok. I mean, these are tools that are helping real estate companies either manage their portfolios and their assets better, control their energy better, engage with tenants better. Uh, and, and so, you know, the scale or the size of these companies, it's not so much that, you know, it, it requires a tremendous amount of capital to, to, to build a business in this industry. So I, I, I think it, uh, you know, I hope, I hope more than half uh, survive and thrive. That'd be my hope, not yeah. more. Yeah, okay. And uh, Michael, tell us about some of the uh, areas where CRE tech is is growing. You mentioned, uh, you know, you have tenant experience, and then you have the, you know, the sponsor side of working with, you know, their investors. You have the the building, you know, structures. There's a lot of areas of, of commercial real estate, right? What are some of the areas where you're seeing some uh, new growth? Uh, great question, Michael. You know, I mean, you think about. I mean, you've been in the industry. You're, you're such a leader in the industry, and. Uh, so widely admired, you, you know how it works. And really you can attack so much inefficiency in the real estate industry, whether it's on the brokerage side, how they track commissions to how they market, how they you know, close transactions on the ownership side, it's, it's construction administration, it's, uh, it's on the energy side, um, you know, we have companies on like Blackstone that were at the uh, conference and they're building these data portals that inform everything that they do. They don't buy or sell a building unless, you know, the data supports whatever decision the team is making. So it's, it's really, it's, it's going throughout the entire ecosystem. And then of course, tenant experience, tenant engagement. I think so I think everything's kind of moving and scaling and growing, some more than other. The data part of the business, absolutely scaling. Uh, the marketplace side of the business where you can buy and sell and transact, you know, CoStar's making huge investments and uh, in that space, VTSs as well, companies like Crexy, uh, et cetera. You know, think about the Zillow of CRE, that's where that's all going. On the data side of the business, just extraordinary growth. Um, when I think about what's kind of coming, I think it's construction tech is, is a big area that's getting a lot of traction and attention. I think there's going to be, hopefully, affordable housing tech as helping uh, address some of these um, uh, affordability gaps. And then I think on climate uh, as well. And then I think one other one that I'm starting to see a lot of traction is property management. Again, just inefficient parts of the business where they can show an ROI um, to the landlord or the owner or the broker, you're going to, you're going to get some traction. 
Well, it's, it's great to see the commercial real estate world get large enough that these right. great tech companies can come in here and, and, and actually have enough customers, right? Well, that's been the challenge, Michael. I mean, it, you know, a lot of people that come in, as you can imagine, because you know the industry so well, they come into this industry, they go, they don't know it. They say it's the largest industry on earth, right? Uh, measured by global GDP. Oh my gosh, there's no technology here. There's no fintech ecosystem that's that as big as that. So it must be a hockey stick, you know? <laughs> and you know, it doesn't work that way. It, the reason why the industry, we've talked about this, is doesn't invest or underinvest in technology compared to other industries. Commercial real estate or the real estate industry typically reinvest about 1% in R&D and technology, where the rest of the industries, typically it's three to five. It's not because they're archaic. It's because they haven't had to because the industry works so well. It's an incredibly prosperous, thriving industry, real estate. So tech has been an outlier. I mean, you said to me previously, I mean, you're having one of your best years ever. So and I know you're forward thinking, but there's a lot of companies that just think, you know what? Things are going great as, as they are. But there's also great inefficiencies in the industry. And that's, I think, what people are attacking. Yeah. And one of the things that... Uh is important to commercial real estate owners today is um, climate, climate, right? ESG and, and, and sustainability. You know, what do you see for new technology related to uh, climate? Well, um, thanks, Michael. You know, for us at Cretech, we launched Cretech Climate as a, a, a separate platform just to focus on climate tech. So the ESG, you know, the social part, the governance part, all really, really important. We're focused because we're a tech community on the tech part. And, you know, the, and I'm 57. I've been in the real estate industry commercial 35 years, if not more. Um, I never knew that the commercial real estate industry was the single biggest contributor of carbon emissions more than any other industry. 40% of all carbon emissions coming from the built world. So it's operating carbon and then embodied, right? How, how they make the materials that for the buildings themselves. So it's concrete, it's steel. And, uh, you know, government's coming after the industry to regulate it. Tenants are demanding um, healthy, safe environments to live and work in. Um, so there's consumers are demanding it as well. And you're going to see it on underwriting insurance and, and, and on the lending side. So all of this is converging on the built world, and my mission is how do I get to the industry? How do I get them to adopt early to make this a priority? Because otherwise it's going to, I think it, it, it's going to shock the industry how painful it's going to be unless they get ahead of it and start to invest in climate technologies. And we're talking, you know, steel, concrete, mass timber. We're talking about indoor air quality, um, glass, uh, water. I mean, there's just so much that has to be done to make the built world more sustainable. And so, you know, that's my mission is how do I help to create an ecosystem that drives the industry to decarbonize with, with a sense of urgency? Well, Michael, that's a great mission. I'm glad you're on it. And, uh, it ain't the easiest one. <laughs> there are other ways, easier ways to make money. But, you know, what, just on that point, you know, they, I've got some great friends on the venture side, Michael. They say that the climate tech will be the single largest venture 
opportunity in history, more than the Facebooks, the Amazons, the Microsoft. This, because of the enormity of the problem. And then you think about the built world. Well, I, th I think it's a phenomenal way to make, you know, they say the world's first trillionaire will come from climate tech. Wow, wow, that's interesting. Well, Michael, as a user of technology, um, how about Not some a good advice? One. <laughs> how, how about some advice for our listeners and viewers related to uh, considering technology and which technology they should, should invest in as far as a user uh, and maybe some tips for adoption? You know, Michael, that, that's like the, the most important question. I thank you for asking it. So what, 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 what I get is I'll get some landlords, some owners, small investors. It does, it's irrespective of the size. And they'll come to the conference and, you know, I try and be as access, accessible as I can. And they'll say to me, how do I get started? And it's tough because most, you know, if you're a prologist, you've got an innovation team. If you're, a, you know, a big REIT, uh, you've got an innovation team. Blackstone has an army. But that's not, as you know better than me, that's not the majority of who owns real estate in, in you know, the world, North America in particular. It's usually smaller regional companies, and they don't have those resources. So what I say is, look, look at your organization and understand where you think the, the inefficiencies are. Is it accounting? Is it uh, operations? Is it property management? And then, you know, is it, is it you know, communicating with your investors? Is it reporting? Whatever it is, you'll find a solution out there. And then when you go to find the solution, just look at what your peers are doing. That, that's what I always say is like the best, easiest way is if there's some real estate companies that you really admire, it's very easy to find out what they're using, what solutions. And then uh, reach out for those, either those tech companies or the real estate companies and say, what's that experience been like? What's the ROI been like? What has adoption been like? Uh, and, and, and you'll save a lot of headaches because there's companies that have come before you that have taken the time, made the mistakes, so, you know, you can avoid a lot of those mistakes by just following the path of others. Well, it's easy. So it's easy for you, maybe. You're in Sierra Tech. <laughs> how, how, do they, how do they do that? How do they know I mean, what it's, a, a bigger peer is using? What do the people selling the Sierra Tech tell them? Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, you could you could go on to CRE Tech. You get our free newsletter every morning. You'll start to see the cadence of what companies are doing well. You know, again, Michael, like if you own an office building or a, a, a multifamily building, you say, you know what my problem is? The number one problem I have is my residents want to come in and out of my building. And they want to come touchless. So I need some building access solutions. And you could quickly find them, either a Google search or Cretech. We have a good directory. Uh, we have a good content, so you could see on my con we have a streaming platform where you'll see big landlords talking about what solutions they're using. The great thing about this industry, Michael, is like it's very transparent, and and the industry wants to help each other, and so it's not too hard to find. Or just email me. And what is your uh, website, Michael? It's CREtech.com. It's simple, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Michael, what would you leave our audience with around the country to think about related to CRE tech in the future? 
I mean, selfishly, Michael, it'd be about climate. I'd say, listen, I got young kids still in high school, and I think about, I do believe in science, and I think about the impact that our industry is having on climate change, and we can be a catalyst to change the world. So I'm looking for more volunteers, more people who are passionate about it. Um, the next generation, clearly, it's table stakes for them. And so if there was one thing I'd leave them with, I'd say, yep, the, the CRE tech, the Cree tech industry is thriving. Get involved. It's easy. You'll find some ROI. The climate uh, sector it needs more boots on the ground, and we need more people who who care and are passionate about it, like I am, to join the community and help get the word out. And um, you know, it's it's uh, it's 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 mission critical. So that's good for me. And it's interesting that you used as an example uh, touchless technology uh, because that's a pet peeve of mine. I don't think I should <laughs> be going in a nice office building and having to touch everything. Well, you know, Michael, that's true. And I think about like what what we saw at Cretech in New York was the technology that's like in office buildings and in multifamily and in warehouses, the data that these companies are collecting because they're monitoring everything. And uh, I mean, I think there's a whole revolution that's hap that's going to happen in the workplace and technology is going to be the thing that uh, really drives a lot of these revolutions um, with hybrid work and, um, you know, just whether it's a touchless experience. And we talk a lot about the conference about, you know, the real estate industry needs to think about itself as not just being in the business to build something, get a lease in there, sign the lease. We'll see you when the lease is over. We need to think of ourselves as being the hospitality business, that these people that come through the building, they're our customers you know, every day. And what what's the best way to create a sort of a, a very um, engaging hospitality type industry? It's technology. So I'll get off my soapbox now, but uh, it's, it's a great time to be in the industry. So uh, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to talk about it. Well, great. I mean, that's fantastic, Michael. I mean, I, I totally agree with you. You know, you've got to treat your tenants uh, uh, like guests because, you know, that's what they are. Uh, and uh, and, and when we, as we've seen from COVID, uh, guest is a good word because they could leave as fast as, uh, as they had gotten there, uh, seemingly. Well, Michael, thanks for joining us. Thanks for being on the show, sir. Michael, I'm a big fan. You know that. And I appreciate the opportunity to, to, to talk about technology. Obviously, I'm very passionate about it, and I know you are as well. So thank, thanks for uh, giving us uh, uh, an opportunity to talk about uh, some of the really exciting things that are happening and hopefully going to happen. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you to Michael and thank you for joining us around the country or around the world. We appreciate uh, you sharing the show and uh, let us know what you think. Please uh, do reach out to us. And until next week, be sure that you always lead, learn and laugh and join us for America's Commercial Real Estate Show. America's Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you by Buxton. Take leasing, site selection, and due diligence to the next level. Make the right decisions with on-demand mobile data. Visit buxtonco.com. By Bull Realty. For proven commercial real estate asset and occupancy solutions, contact me. My email is michael at bullrealty.com. By Commercial Agent Success. Expert level commercial real estate broker training. 
Cloud Access One up to 21 one-hour videos. Visit CommercialAgentSuccess.com. Thank you for reviewing, subscribing, and sharing America's Commercial Real Estate Show.